Hello, America. Welcome to your Leo Nation. I am the Chief Mark Garrett. Just uh, great to have everybody back. We are living in some crazy times right now. And unfortunately, uh, a lot of the craziness is actually emanating from our once great, hopefully great again, country. Um, there's just too much, too much dismissal of the rule of law going on right now. And to help me talk about a couple of big topics right now is the older, mm, sometimes wiser. Mm, yeah. <laughs> version of me, my brother, Danny. Uh, Danny, it's great to have you back. We did a great episode several months ago at the house in California where you're still stuck. And uh, now we're doing it remotely. Um, how you doing, big bro? Listen, first of all, I'm, I'm tired of seeing you checks for all those props you're giving me, okay? <laughs> well, you know what? It was kind of, I, I said, I said sometimes wiser. So I don't know. Maybe I should send you some money or rebate. And that's why I have this tape on my ears right now. I'm, 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 I'm leaking information as the seconds go by. You know, I'm trying to forget half this crap here. You know, and so. Oh, you know, Mark, I need, a, I need to warn everybody. Now, you know, I had prostate cancer five years ago. And, uh, you know, with, when they ruined my prostate, they ruined my bladder. So, you know, but it's sometimes got to. So if you guys see me like underneath the table and, and stuff's going on and jiggling. Okay. I might, I got that. That's why I have my Starbucks cup here. It, it works as a toilet sometimes. So, you know, just like, I'm just, so you got, man, Danny, you know, I don't know if Danny's getting off or something underneath there. So, no, I'm, 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 I'm acting, I, it, it just, it just mother nature calling. So. Hopefully Danny, we really wish you'd open up here. You know, I mean, this is, come on, you need to relax and, and be yourself. What's going on? No, it My just, God. It, 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 no, I won't be doing any freaky under the table. Just, no, you know, just, so if, I'm, if I'm looking down, it's because I'm, I'm aiming. I, okay. You know, people tell me, hey, Mark, hey, TMI, TMI all the time. This is TMI right here, folks. This is TMI, like the definition of it. So, And there's, yeah, okay. there he is drinking some fluid right now. But anyway, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For, for those of you, for those of you, who are only listening and not viewing the podcast right now. My brother Danny has his ear pods taped into his ears like he's getting ready to get into a NASCAR uh, stock car right now for a race. And, uh, and he's also wearing, by the way, and you may not be able to see it if you're watching, but he's wearing a fantastic, there you go, there you go. It says capitalism makes, socialism takes. And uh, I can't remember. Oh, I know. It was your younger, not so attractive brother who got you that shirt. I have one on my yeah, closet as well. Yeah, but um, but anyway, it's great. And yes, that all that all has to do something with the rule of law. We always talk about the rule of law on your Leo Nation, law enforcement, rule of law. And we're going to do that today. Today, we are going to take a, a kind of a, a high view, 30,000 foot view of some some issues especially the first one and that one in fact danny you and i were just talking yesterday kind of off the cuff and i said you know what hey let's get on and let's do a podcast about these topics and that first one we want to talk about is the border the border security or currently the vastly lack thereof border security in this country and why is it such an important topic look we know what, what just happened recently in, in, in Israel. We know the importance of borders, no matter what the left tells you, no matter what 
socialists tell you, no matter what the the fake the fake kind peoples, oh, we have we need open borders. We are a sanctuary city. We're a sanctuary state. No matter what those phonies tell you, we all know that we lock our front doors at night. We all know that a, a lot of us have fences and, and walls around our, our personal property. But when it comes to the macro, when it comes to something that doesn't affect us, then it's a whole different story. So, well, not for you and me, but for a lot of these people who, who claim to be so wonderful. So we're seeing this happen in Israel right now. And by the way, we do a couple of podcasts a month here, so things can change uh, in between, obviously, the podcasts. But we're going to talk about the philosophical issues here, not necessarily the tactical things are happening from day to day. We're not going to talk about Israel, but Israel illustrates the importance of having a physical barrier. And what else illustrates the importance of this is, for instance, in Israel right now, Egypt has closed their border with the Gaza Strip. And, and Danny, we're talking about this. Why has Egypt closed their border with the Gaza Strip? Well, the thing is, Egypt wants to make sure is that they control who comes into their country. You know, you have Hamas there in, in, in the, uh, the, on the Gaza Strip here, and these are terrorists. Well, the last thing that Egypt wants to do is have these people retreat into their country. And, um, and so that's, they want to protect their country from this infiltration. I mean, it just makes to me, it's just, it's just common sense. And um, that's so, why they're, they're closing it off. Now, are you saying that, that Egypt feels that a physical barrier is it a very effective way to ensure their, their, their sovereignty and their security? Is that what you're telling me? Are you being absolutely. that outlandish? Absolutely. Absolutely. They want to create a physical barrier. Because we hear this all the time. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I'm, I was just, I was letting you finish your sentence. And, you know, you know. Yeah. But, you know, and I, I don't want to, I, I want to stay focused here. But a few yeah. years ago, well, actually, this is when Trump was in office. Now, you know, Mark, I go to. My, my gym, it's LA Fitness, and there's a lot of liberal thinking people at this gym. And um, there's a, one gal I'm friends with, I call her the angry black woman, and, um, <laughs> but she does actually, have, but I actually can't remember her name now. I, I've always called her angry black woman, ABW. And um, I said, listen, the AB, let's, let's talk, you know, and, and um, uh, angry black. And um, we were talking about border security and, you know, she's one of these liberal people. Yeah, they should be able to come over here because they're running from tyranny in, in Mexico where they're coming from. And I said, you know what? Listen, I just, I'll tell you what. I said, when you tear down your block walls and you get the people in your neighborhood to tear down their block walls that surround your house, when everyone starts tearing down their block walls and open their front doors, then you know what? I think I might start thinking about open borders. I said, but who's going to do that? I said, are you going to do that? And she said, well, that's different. I said, well, how is that different? She said, well, that's my own personal property. And I said, well, America is our own personal property. We pay taxes. We protect. You know, it, 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 I said, I see America as my own personal property. And now, of course, you know, she didn't agree with that. And you know, she just felt it was, a, it was a different thing. I said, but I said, you locked your doors. You locked your car doors. You... You know, you secure everything that you own every single day of your life, but we don't want to secure our borders. And, and now, of course, you mm -hmm. know, she believes that everyone crosses. Well, the this border. is exactly right, Danny. This is in. in it, well, 
and, and this that's right. In other words, there there's there's nobody with nefarious intentions crossing the border. This is the you know these are good people. They're escaping oppression. They are they're looking for a, a better way, a better life for their family. And by the way, if I live in some of those crap hole countries south of our border, I would be dragging my family across this Absolutely. border to get in America as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And by the way, this goes to a different story about a different uh, take on this about how bad America is, how racist America is, right. blah, 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 on and on and on and on and on. But at the same time, these same people who are denigrating America talk about, well, these people are coming from their country for a better way of life. Which one is it? Is this a better exactly. way of life in this right. country or is it an asshole? Make up your mind. Like oh, I said in other podcasts, people on the left, socialists, the commies, all the same thing. Uh, are there is this disconnect from reality and because they're not grounded in in the rule of law they're not grounded in historical philosophies they're not grounded in lessons learned they're all over the the place they're like a flag in the wind right and whatever suits an argument that day is the argument that they're going to attach themselves to so to drill down a little bit and you made a good point about about uh with being a black woman in your gym about what's well, different it's personal property and blah 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 and you set this up talking about the the egyptian border and the egyptians absolutely i'm sure they don't believe that every palestinian is is a terrorist but they know that a good number of them are a good number of them sympathize with the terrorists with hamas and and uh, other factions in 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 uh, the Gaza Strip, and they are simply saying, listen, we're not going to let anybody in. One, we can't handle on a humanitarian level. It's too much for infrastructure. Right. And also, we have a country to protect from from violence. So why wouldn't that apply to America? And again, this is going back to the rule of law. What is the federal government's, I mean, what are a few of their primary, historically primary, functions and that is to ensure the safety the security of its citizens from foreign adversaries whether they're in uniform or they're not so i'm reading an article here it was a fox news article and this is a statement here from uh, uh from a uh, uh, customs border protection thousands of special interest aliens quote unquote special interest aliens from various countries and regions including the middle east have been arrested by border patrol agents attempting to cross the us southern border illegally no kidding terrorists are coming illegally here's my passport right whatever exactly. anyway right. southern border illegally over the last 2 years internal customs and border protection data leaked to fox news leaked to Fox Fox News. Thousands, I'm going to say that again, thousands of special interests. Now, this is a, you know, a euphemism for terrorists, special interest right. aliens. Absolutely. Absolutely. So these are the ones that we know of, and, and we're going to dig down a little, a little more about this. Uh, continues, special interest aliens are people from countries identified by the U.S. government as having conditions that promote or protect terrorism or potentially uh, pose some sort of national security threat to the U.S. My God, if these people could just just write in simple, straightforward terms, right? Exactly. People who are dangerous to this country, right? Exactly. And this is these are people that 
that the U.S. government has already identified. So let me let me throw out a couple more stats here to chew on for our listeners and viewers. So just over the last fiscal year, through August of this year, through August of 2023, going back August of 2022 or September 2022, does anybody out there want to guess how many, how many illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, terrorists, whatever, a total have crossed the southern border? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? In the last 12 months, we're going through August, so a little more now, there have been 2.3 million people that Border Patrol has made contact with at the, at the southern border. 2.3 right. million people, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to they, think about that. All coming, and they aren't all coming from, from uh, Mexico. They're Danny? from all around the world. Well, absolutely. As per this leaked information from uh, Border Patrol here just a minute ago, that these are from all over the world. And right here, I'm quoting it, including the Middle East. Right. 2.3 million. And by the way, those are 2.3 million people that we know of. Know of. Exactly. So, look, here's the thing. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and those are the phrases, yes, I use. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls are something else in the world. Anyway, different topic. But... I want you to think about this for those of you in law enforcement, or maybe you've heard the term from me before anybody else, about 10% of the population in this country, about 10% of the people commit about 90% of the crime. I'll say it again, about 10% of the people in the United States that are here legally or otherwise green card, whatever it is, about 10% of the people in this country commit about 90% of all crime. So let's go back to the argument that so many people make, well, these are people who are just there trying to build a a better life. And by the way, I completely agree with that. That most of the people, the vast majority are coming here for non nefarious reasons. But when you are that we know of, when you are letting 2.3 million people in a year cross this border the majority of whom are not being sent back. Let's just say it's 5%. Okay, by my calculation, by my public school education, 5% of 2 million is, I don't know, what is that, 100,000 people, give or take? Right. Okay, is that close? That's close Let's say it's 100, let's say say it's 2%, let's say it's 50,000. You know what, let's cut that in half. Let's cut that in half and say it's 20, no, no, no. Let's cut that in half and say it's uh, 12, no, let's cut that. Let's say it's 5,000 people. It's like 0.00001% of the people crossing the border are coming here for nefarious reasons, general criminal reasons for for drug trafficking, fentanyl, for human trafficking, for for theft, for uh, 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 RICO types of of behavior and terrorism. Let's just say it's 5,000 people. Danny, we're talking yesterday. How many people took down the World Trade Center? Uh, what, 19 people? 19 people. 19 people. So when we're talking about 5%, and I think you listen to my math, I'm going down to the very, 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 very right. minimal. Exactly. And remember, for those for those of you who are haters out there, oh, you're a bigot, you hate people, you know, of color, you know, like my Mexican wife. Yes. Like that person. Right. Okay. So 
but but I gave you, I gave you people out there who can't think for yourselves and who cannot think honestly and separate your ideology from the facts. I gave an example that 10% of Americans commit 90% of the crime here, right? So why wouldn't I apply that to anybody else? Are you telling me that people from Venezuela or Brazil or Nicaragua or Mexico or Panama, that they're, some ta- they're, they're more enlightened, they're better right. people than Americans? Exactly. That could be your argument. Right. Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they're better or the worse. I'm saying if you just go with the averages, if you treat everybody the same, which you purport to want to do all the time, I know I do. Right. So that's what we're talking about. So this is this is the problem with the philosophy of this current administration. I know I'm talking so much now. Um, and Danny, I want to give you the floor here. No, no, we're talking, brother. I like it. We're preaching. I'm we're talking. We're right. talking also in 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 this realm about terrorists. And I think you know, we talked yesterday, Danny, about the hundred people on the terrorist watch list that over the last year have been apprehended by border patrol do you, and, and and maybe you want to talk about that or i can go with it as well uh well no no you no you're doing it you're doing an excellent <clears throat> job I, I mean heck i'm sitting here in school looking at my phd <laughs> now okay well let me let me well, then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no you know mark something well, that you said though which, yeah, and, and it's just a it's it's a word that you used, and the word was true. A lot of people don't want to know the truth. They see what's happening and they make excuses for it, and they don't want to know the truth. Something else that you also said reminded me of the book 1984. A lot of double speak when they're talking about these issues, when they're talking about these illegal aliens, they and they and, and things that are going on, they want to use these real um, uh, uh, words that aren't, um, you know, we, we, we don't want to use these words that can be like combative, maybe, maybe combative for something. They try to really make things so simplistic in their description of what's going on. So people kind of get this relaxed feeling that, okay, well, these are just people of interest or, you know, the, you know, they're just looking at these people. They really aren't that bad. They, we're keeping an eye, and it's like, no, these guys are terrorists, but they don't want to call them terrorists. Um, uh, you know, this, especially this administration, they want to downplay so many things here to put Americans asleep. It's like the, that movie uh, with Roddy Piper. They live. They want to. They just want Americans right. to go to sleep and be accepting of what's going on. It's like what's happening in the Middle East. I talked to a few people that you about the Middle East. And for them, their the response is, oh, it's been going on for thousands of years. It's not, a, it's not a big deal. And it's like, it is a big deal. This is something, yes, they, they've had religious fights for centuries over the Middle East. But this isn't just about that. And, but, but people just, Americans are just, oh, you know, it's just so irritating how Americans are just so sound asleep over here. Just thinking that, hey, you know what? I want to get up in the morning, hit that light switch. It's going to go on. The shower's going to go on. I'm going to make my cup of coffee. Heck, I'm going to go to Starbucks because it'll be open. Turn my car on, drive my nice little Tesla down the street, and the red lights are going to turn red. The green lights are going to turn green. And just they think in America, nothing's going to change. And that's the problem. They, you know, they, it is a problem, Danny. And you know what? And, and 
we we felt i know i did I'm, I'm speaking for you i'm sure you felt the same way as tens of millions of americans i'm sure felt 22 years ago after 9 11 we really thought okay we've been woken up we're never going to go back like you said we're not going to go back to sleep again we're never going to be at our heels again we're going to be vigilant we are going right. to be aware of the possibility the likelihood of these types of attacks and I think in some ways we're worse off now than we were the day absolutely. before 9-11. Absolutely we are. Absolutely. You know, our, our and the reason is because, in other words, we don't have, yeah, for, for, for anybody over 35 years old, let's say, now, there's no excuse not to be aware of reality anymore. There is no excuse Exactly. We saw what happened and, and, and somehow we have, we have returned to, like you said, this, this zombie, like bury your head in the ground, uh, type of mentality and behavior and behavior specifically relating to the border. Cause this is behavior. And I want to get into some nuts and bolts about this administration's handling of the border and why they're doing what they're doing. But going back real quick to, um, the, the terrorist watch list. So, and this, again, this is from this article from, from Fox News. And again, this is public information. This was a leak. This is, uh, meanwhile, fiscal year, I'm just kind of jumping all over the place in this article. But meanwhile, fiscal year 2023 broke the record for encounters on the FBI terror watch list with 151 people encountered at the southern border between ports of entry, a high number, I'm sorry, a higher number than the previous six years combined. For right. those of you who were driving and is breaking up in your car or you can't rewind, I got to say that again. Fiscal year 2023 broke the record for encounters on the FBI terror watch list. 151 encountered at the southern border between ports of entry, a higher number than the previous six years combined. Now think about this. That should stand alone by itself. That should That's be enough cool. right there. 151 exactly. people on the terror watch list okay so now this is not that 10 percent to commit 90 percent. these are people who we know have committed know. terrorism they've Absolutely. been in terrorist we already know here's where it gets much much worse number one these are the people that have been encountered let's go back to how many people have come across the border in the last year plus 2.2 million Right. Those are the ones that have been encountered. I can guarantee you the number's higher than that. The 151 on the terror watch list are the ones that have been encountered. Does anybody in their right mind think that only 151 people on the terror watch list have tried to breach our southern borders? And these Absolutely. 151 are the only ones that were successful. Next right. point. Right. Right. Next point. Just amazing. Here, here's what I want people to try to digest. I want you to think about this. Every day, maybe that's overstated, but, but certainly on a regular basis, we hear about a child being abducted, even though it's very, very, thank God, extremely rare, you know, in an individual life that this might happen. It's extremely unlikely. But because we're a country of 320 million people, when it gets reported, you know, if it's just, you know, a 
tiny, tiny, tiny percent, you're going to hear about this a lot about child abduction, child molestation, you know, child predators, things like this. And a lot of these people who have been convicted of crimes with child pornography or, or, or you know, others, you know, they're set on the sex offender watch uh, uh, list. Does anybody think that local or county or state or federal law enforcement has identified every child predator in this country, or we've only identified the ones we've identified. Right. We don't know what we don't know. We don't right. know where the next serial serial killer is coming from. We don't know how many serial killers are out there. We don't know how many child predators are out there. We don't know that. All we know is what we know. So what I want know. you to, to not juxtapose, uh, yeah, but I want you to compare that to the 151 known terrorists Absolutely. that have tried to breach this border. How about the people who have tried and been successful? And how about the terrorists that we don't even know exist? And if people want to put their faith in the federal government, you're dumber than, than, than I would have believed you're a second ago. If you tell exactly. me, oh, I believe them. If you believe that, why weren't we able to prevent 9-11? Why weren't we able to, to, along with the Israelis, who even we as a country say have the best intelligence in the world, the how come they weren't exactly. able to prevent the breach into right. their country? right. If a country like ladies and gentlemen, this is why the rule of law is so important. Important. Absolutely. It's important for a number of reasons. One of the reasons it's so important is because this gives us a guideline. It gives us a roadmap to deal with people who want to do us harm. I'm going to take a break, Danny. I mean, maybe you want to chime and editorialize, but I just get so hot about this when people just deny reality. And you know, Mark, I'm the you know I'm listening to you talk, and I'm just sitting here grinding what little teeth I have left in my mouth. I'm grinding that away because <laughs> you know you're you're just so right. It's it, it, people. You can talk to them. You can throw off these, and these are realistic numbers. These aren't made up numbers. These didn't come off the clown nose network. I mean, these are, these are true numbers that people themselves can go and research and they will look at those numbers and those numbers mean absolutely nothing to them because so many Americans are just dead inside. They don't want to hear these stats. They don't want to hear this. They want to live their little lives that they're living. And hey, I'm a Democrat, so I'm gonna I want to vote Democrat. You know, you had John McKinney on your last podcast, and I'm not trying to get away from that. Now, John McKinney, it's a Democrat. He's a liberal, but after listening to your last podcast on the Nobel and the explanation of that, I'm going, man, this guy is the real McCoy. Now, Mark, I'm a bleeding heart conservative Republican. And man, I'm so proud to say that. And guess what? All the audience out there, guess what? I'm not on any social media. You can't find me. So you can't, I mean, and if you want to knock me, knock me because I really don't give a rat's ass. Okay. I want people to knock me. I want people to hate me because I am a bleeding heart, red, white, and blue American. But John McKinney, I will vote for that guy. I will support that guy, send the guy money because I like his philosophy on law and order. And to me, that's what it's, it, it's about. Not just saying, oh, hey, he's not a Republican, so forget about it. I want people in office that are here to protect the U.S. citizens, protect our, our government, protect what we have here. And that's 
what I want. And I'm, I'm listening to you talk. I'm listening to these stats here. And I am just like beside myself how people, they aren't even in denial. It's just like they, they just shrug their shoulders like, oh, oh, well, 151, that's just a number to them. They, it doesn't even make sense to them. And it's like, like you said, it, these are 151 known terrorists. Well, just, I mean, magnify that with the Hubble telescope and just think of how many more <laughs> are out here running around in our country that we don't even know about because we've been so lax at our borders and we're letting, and you know, Mark, and, and let's, even, let's even forget about terrorists and blowing stuff up because, you know, people don't care. I mean, what about, uh, how about all these child traffickers that, that are coming mm -hmm. across, drug pushers and dealers? And, and I mean, the, uh, and just how about just the, the regular everyday run-of-the-mill criminal that's coming across our borders that law enforcement now has got to deal with? And, and, and here in, in California, where this gruesome is uh, all these, these uh, Senate bills that he's passing, I mean, it's almost like, listen, unless, of course, you commit a murder. And you know what? That murder's got to be committed a certain way before it to be a serious crime. And, I mean... Yep. You know, I, you know, I, I just want to just go it, out and I know, listen. I know I'm going off on a tangent, but I'm just, I'm just so frustrated with, uh, you know, what's going on and people are just accepting it. It's like, God, these are like, just like sheep going to slaughter. They're just, they're just accepting their fate. And it's like, you don't, uh, I mean, People wake up and see what's going on out here. I mean, and they and they and they lie to you and they, they tell you, oh, the border's under control. Heck, half these politicians, these 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 liberal politicians, don't even want to go down to the border. They just they just you know out of sight, out of mind. If we don't, if, if you mean you mean like the borders are, you mean like the borders that? are, Kamala Harris? Absolutely. You mean like you the know, borders it, are, Kamala Harris? Yes. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. I, and the thing is, Mark, I think a lot of it is if we don't go down there, if we don't take a look at it, if we don't see it, we can't be held responsible because I really can't even comment on it because I don't know. You know, I, I haven't seen it yet. And but so right. many people are accepting of that answer. Well, I haven't had a chance to go down there yet to see it, so I can't make a, a, an honest assessment. I'm thinking. I mean, how do I don't, you know, Mark. What, in other words, what, what's more important? What's your priority? What's keeping you from going to the border? My God. Absolutely. So exactly. now, Danny, there's, this is a great segue talking about border security and, and the politicians that are great, you know, our, our genius vice president borders are, has been there once barely, can barely, barely see any, any physical barrier. But I want to talk about that because the question is here, I think, I think, uh, well, certainly you and I understand about the numbers issue and about the likelihood that people that we don't want here for security reasons are here now and continue to come. The question is why, why would any administration, why would any president not only allow this to happen, but actually um, encourage it to happen and to facilitate why? And I, I got a, a little bit here. I want to I want to touch on and about the law 
about the rule of law and about what's going on with Joe Biden, what's going on with this administration. And we just know that recently they said they're going to start building the wall and blah, 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 right? 20 miles of wall someplace in Texas. They're not sure yet. And of course, this is a complete departure from his campaign promise. Not another inch of wall in my administration and on and on and on and on. The walls are evil. Nancy Pelosi, thank you very much. And all this crap. And now Joe Biden is going to start building the wall. So let's, I'm going to, I'm going to use, I'm going to use his words and other experts, not mine, but I am going to dissect them. So just stand by. I want you to hear a little bit. So when asked about, when asked about the news, this is about building the wall. Again, I'm cutting these things up to save everybody time here. When asked about the news on October 5th, that the new border wall construction would indeed commence under his administration, Biden told reporters the border wall, the money was appropriated for the border wall. I tried to get them to reappropriate it, to redirect that money. They didn't. They wouldn't. And in the meantime, there's nothing under the law. Now, I'm using Joe Biden's words here. Ladies and gentlemen, listen carefully. If you are a Joe Biden supporter, if you support this administration, if, if you're one of those people who call Trump a liar, I want you to listen carefully. I want you to challenge yourself just to be intellectually honest. They wouldn't. And in the meantime, there's nothing under the law that they have to use the money for what it is appropriated. I'm quoting him. And you, as you might guess, he's rambling and can't put two words course, together course. to make a sentence. I can't stop that. In other words, he's saying the money's appropriate and I can't stop it. Quote, yes, the president's hands are tied. Gabe Murphy, policy analyst at the budget watchdog group Taxpayers for Common Sense, told us when asked about Biden's claim. He pointed to an appropriations bill that was signed into law December 20th, 2019, under the previous administration, during the Trump administration, that explicitly appropriated funding for the construction of a barrier system along the southern border, unquote. Biden asked Congress to reprogram the money, but it didn't didn't agree to do uh, to do that. So the money needs to go out the door. I don't know what that means. Uh, Murphy said right. under the 1974 Impoundment Control Act, it, an administration can't substitute its own policy priorities for that uh, that Congress hasn't acted into law. And by the way, I agree with all that. Right. I agree with all that. I even agree right. with Biden's words such as they are rambling, that, hey, Congress passed it, the appropriate for this, I have to do it. I agree with that, what he said, but it's not what he believes. Right. It's not what he wants to do. Right. Michelle Middlestadt, Director of Communications for the Migration Policy Institute, also noted that the money had been appropriate in 2019 for border barrier construction, and the Biden administration did not succeed in its asks to Congress to redirect that money for border spending it viewed as more effective drones and flyers saying don't come i guess however middlestat said in addition to that the administration is in court defending its halting of border wall construction after texas and missouri sued the co the combined case is before a federal judge in texas in a request for an injunction that require the government to restart construction and expect it is expected soon given briefings in the legal case ended in middle september so forth and so on. So here's the thing. Um, oh, the day Biden took office, he issued a proclamation ending a national emergency on the southern border, 
which had been declared by the Trump administration and pausing both construction of border wall barriers right. and obligation of border wall funds to the extent permitted by law. Listen carefully, ladies and gentlemen. Even according to Joe Biden, or who's ever pulling the string behind his neck there, <laughs> shake the hand. Anyway, he said that the, the bill was passed in 2019 under the Trump administration. His hands are tied. It's the law. Listen to me. One of his campaign promises, I just said it, after 2019, but before he was elected, said not one more inch of border security wall, knowing that Congress had already passed the bill saying he was obligated to build the wall. Right. He lies. Right. He doesn't know he's lying because he doesn't know what planet he's on. That's a different story. Right. He doesn't <laughs> tell you the truth. He knew. Now, if he had said during the campaign, listen, Congress has already appropriated That's right. funds. I'm bound to build the wall. I don't want to. Right. Walls are exactly. evil. They don't work. I don't lock my front door in Delaware. Whatever you wanted to say. and But I'm going to try to That's get that law changed. Right. That would true. have been at least intellectually honest. Honest, exactly. But he... He knew. Now, by the way, if he didn't know those funds were appropriated running for president of the United States, he is more slipshod and vacuous than even I thought. He should have known right. this because this is a big campaign pledge, right? Right. Now, here's where else, ladies and gentlemen, I don't need to read from an article from this. I just wanted to give you his own words and a spokesperson's words. I want you to go back a year or two. In fact, last year, I want you to go back to a ruling from SCOTUS. For those of you who vote Democrat, SCOTUS stands for Supreme Court of the United States. SCOTUS ruled against Joe Biden with his college debt forgiveness plan. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Do yeah, anybody absolutely. remember that? Yeah. They said that it was unconstitutional. Why? Because he cannot make laws. Right. He is not Congress. He is not part of the legislative body. He cannot with an edict, say, I'm going to go ahead and take taxpayer money and repay people. They right. said he was acting unconstitutionally and effective illegally, right? So someone who says that the border wall is evil, doesn't work, not effective, blah, 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 blah. Why wouldn't he just go ahead and disregard the law again? He did it to repay students' loans. Did right. he not? Right. Someone answer me. I right. dare you. I, I implore people, go ahead. Like Danny says, he's on social media. I am. You got my you got my Twitter. You got my Instagram. Someone explain to me why in the case of loan debt forgiveness, he breaks the law. The Supreme Court ruled against him. But with the border wall, border he, wall. oh, I got caught oh, on. My hands are tied. Right. Exactly. I'll tell you why. Let me tell you why, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's because... We are a year out from the 2024 election. Exactly, the election. Joe Biden's handlers are saying, listen, the border issue is real. We're looking at the polls. It's number one on almost everybody's radar as far as uh, campaign issues. So we have to hedge our bet. We have to walk exactly. this middle ground. We have to do something. Even if we don't get the wall built, and mark my words, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not convinced we're still going to see one inch of the wall. Right, exactly. 
Yeah. Because now what they're doing, they're setting up this narrative. Well, my hands are tied. Got to build it. Well, I got to figure out where to build it. We got to build it. I'm not sure yet. Well, well whatever. Take, We're still exactly. working with Congress. Absolutely. The reason right. is, is because they want to do now. They want to have out there. They want to have in the universe. The, yeah, yeah, we're going to build the wall. We're going to build the wall. We're going to build the wall. So when you vote for me in 2024, don't worry. The, the, the wall's coming. This is why they're doing this. Right, exactly. They don't want the wall, and because they want to flood this country, and they're doing it effectively, they want to flood this country with people who they believe, they hope, and they will vote Democrat in generations, okay? So, exactly. there's my spiel on it. There's Mark Garrett, the old copper from California of 30 years, who just dissected this administration's strategy to try to fool the American people. We break the law we want to, we say we're going to adhere to the law when, when when we want to. Again, they're not grounded in the rule of law. They're grounded in ideology, ladies and gentlemen. They are nefarious. They don't give a damn about the rule of law. They only care about power. They only care about control. They only care about winning elections. And yes, any way they possibly can. Now, with that said about voters, Danny, you know where I'm going to segue into right now. Right. Oh, absolutely. About voters. Right. So... Do you want to you want to touch on this because we we talked about it yesterday, and I've you have that article up in front of you, but if not, you know, um, I I can kick it off and and hand it over to you a little bit because I want to have a good conversation about well, this. Well, you know, I I read I mean I read the article and, and actually I mean the, the border stuff. I you know I'm still I'm still just you know steaming from you, you're talking about the border here. I'm I'm about ready to throw all this stuff off my head and go out here and look for getting a fist fight with somebody here. You know, you know, if I, if I go to jail, I'm going to, I'm going to blame you. Now you're in Florida. I'm going to have you. By the way, Danny, by, by the way, by the way, I think, I think in California, wearing that shirt, isn't that a crime? I'm sure it is. So well, if you go outside. I want to, well, today, you know, Mark, you know, my, my favorite place to shop is at Walmart. And okay. And so, okay. So there's a lot of liberals there. Well, so I, I like wearing this shirt to Walmart because guess what? I get a lot of friendly hand signals from people. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so for, and for some reason they like using a certain digit on their, on their hands, but it's okay. I wave back at everybody else. And so I, I, I love that stuff, you know, but um, you know, I, I, I read that article um, about the uh, about you know Governor Newsom and 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 Bonta wanting to sue the city of um, Huntington Beach. Well, let's break it down. Let's let's break it down for for people who don't don't know, and then we oh, can absolutely. we can get yeah. a little more broader. And so so <clears throat> I have the article here, but what Danny's talking about Huntington Beach, which for those of you who live in California, know exactly where Huntington Beach is, and and for those of you who don't, it's in Orange County, <clears throat> kind of middle Orange County. Um, which used to be very conservative. Now it's a, it's a purple County, but uh, Huntington beach has been pretty reliably conservative and they, they pushed back against news. By the way, Newsom hates Huntington beach because they pushed back during the lockdowns. During they kept the, the beaches open. Exactly. Right. Uh, yes. It was, it was as far as cities go, they were my hero. So recently, in, in continuing their fight against the oppression of Newsom, the Democrats in California, and the people who actually hate uh, voter integrity, the city council in, in uh, Huntington Beach just recently uh, passed, um, approved, approved a ballot measure, a measure to go on the ballot in March of next year, 2024, in the primary ballot. Right, March 5th, yes. March 5th. And that... That ballot 
initiative or the ballot measure, I'm sorry, it would be to let the citizens of Huntington Beach vote whether or not they want to uh, de determine whether or not they want to require identification for people to vote. Jeez, what a novel idea a to novel make sure idea. that who comes in. Yeah. Isn't that amazing, Danny? What, what a novel so, idea. So the, the, it says the controversial proposal passed four to three with the, uh, the council's foremost conservative members voting together as a block. By the way, I, I, I can't remember what show it was, but recently I talked about, and again, I'm not, I'm not seeing anything that's, that's, that's new, but I just want to reinforce this, how, how in bed the media, even, even some so-called conservative or objective media is in bed with the Democrat party. Why don't you read that? I want to read that line again. The controversial proposed uh, proposal passed four to three with the council's four most conservative members voting together as a block. Now, ladies and gentlemen, how else would four out of seven people vote? Right. Uh, as the four voted, splintered. Uh, every other one voted. Uh, but the, here's the thing. The three most Democrat, uh, di liberal, apparently they didn't vote the block. Do you understand? Do you understand the, the mind screwing? I want to use the, the F word. Do you understand? You know, I want to say, just, right? What do you mean? How else would they vote? <laughs> as a block. But the Democrats, they didn't lose a block. They voted as, I don't know, I guess they're individual thinkers anyway. Right, right. right. Those three Ugh. votes were somehow splintered or something. I mean, yeah. Yes. You I mean, <laughs> if, you take a, if you just take a time to, to actually look at the words you're reading, ladies and gentlemen, in a newspaper with your social media, <laughs> it's so easy to pick apart these people. Is it not? I mean, anyway, oh last week, California, here it comes last week, California Attorney General Rob Bonta and Secretary of State Shirley Weber. And a boy, is she a piece of work? I Shirley know. Weber. I, I tell you, anyway, yeah. that's a whole that's a whole that's different a whole series different, of podcasts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, sent a letter to the city council warning them that the proposed amendment would conflict with state law. Now, by the way, they're right, because in California. It's against the law to ask for anybody's ID, ID. at a right. polling place. Right. You can't do it, right? So, right. yeah. So, in other words, we don't care who you are. We don't care how many times you vote, blah, 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 blah. If this, so, but what they're doing is, it's a fine. We'll go ahead and pass our own city law. You can sue us. It'll go to court. At least they're doing things the right way. Fine. We're going we're gonna to go ahead right. and put this on the ballot. Right. Go ahead and sue us. We'll take it to court. If we lose, we lose. But here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, little Huntington Beach and not by themselves because they are really, um, they are, are paired up, not paired up more than two, but they, they are working together with other cities across the state to, to push back, to fight back. But there's a reason, Danny, you know, I'm preaching to the choir here. I'm actually preaching to the preacher. Sorry. But there's a reason that the left wants the border open. There's a reason the left wants no ID. The funny, at, 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 at um, polling places, the funny thing is, I, I looked at the, the demographics. Um, uh, Huntington Beach is somewhere around 60 something percent white. Right, yeah. The funny thing is I looked at it, it's something like 20, it says 20 something percent Native American. 
That's what it says on their site or whatever. I say, I, I don't know what that means. It's 27% Native American, American Indian. I don't know how that works. Right, and right. and about 1% or what, about 1% black. Black, yeah. And of course, you, you, we know what the argument is, right? From, from, um, from, from the Dems, from the left. That well, voter ID is voter suppression. That suppression. that is hard for it's, it's yeah for people of poor, color. Blah, blah blah. Yeah, people of color, poor minorities. You know they they don't have access to ID. Well, look, go back to Georgia. Georgia passed this state law uh, requiring ID, so forth and so on. What happened in in the twenty twenty election? They had a higher voter turnout than the than than the twenty sixteen election. And the, and the 2018 election, right after voter ID was passed into law, and uh, because everybody, uh, if you can tie your shoes, um, you know how to get an ID, and almost everybody has an ID. The idea that the left, the Democrats, uh, 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 tell me as a black person, use a black person, or my Mexican wife, or anybody else of a person of color, that they don't have the ability to get an ID like any white person can is is uh, it's beyond insulting it's, it's it's beyond insulting. you know mark i was telling somebody uh, this is maybe this was yesterday because i told him about this podcast i told him that um you know i've had some form of identification since i've been 12 years old when i went to overwrite junior high school we had to get you know we had to get an id and so we went to school, we got our ID and stuff. Mm -hmm. And now I'm 68 years old, I was born in 1955. And now in 1955, the world, you know, America, everything, California, everything was different in 1955. Now, probably in 1855, I'm not even sure if, if blacks were even voting in 1855. You know, my, you know, I went to California, I, mean, I went to LA Unified School District. So, you know, the history that they taught us was really kind of whatever. My whole point is, is that obviously we're in 2023 now. Let's stop talking about what happened 150 years ago or 200 years ago. We're in 2023. Everybody, now, you know, Mark, you worked in law enforcement. I've worked in law enforcement and I've worked on the fire side also. 35 years of this stuff here for me. And, and like you, I've been in the poorest homes that you can ever imagine. And, but guess what everybody had? They had a laptop and they had a cell phone and they had some means to go out there and get a form of identification. And so when, especially when, and, and you don't hear this from the Republican side. I mean, if, and if you do, I miss it. But the bottom line, especially on the Democratic side, on the liberal, mm -hmm. far left liberal side, they insult black people. They insult minorities on a daily basis. Because they call us stupid, they call us incapable. They say that that we're so broken that we can't do it on our own. Um, that that we we've got to have these laws in place to protect you know their, their voters' rights. Um, hell, I was surprised that you said that there's a one percent blacks living in Huntington Beach. Okay, and I'm thinking, well, why would they even care about voter suppression? Because they're all white folks in Huntington Beach. I mean, I that was in the and that was my point about giving those stats. Who right. are they going to suppress? Who are they going to suppress? And, and and the thing is, is that and, and 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 if a brother's living in Huntington Beach, that brother can guess what he's got? He's got an ID. Okay, so you really aren't mm -hmm. suppressing anybody. Uh, and and these things are just so insulting, so racist. 
Uh, but the sad part about it is, is that, Mark, is that Blacks, Hispanics, whatever you want to call it, I, I hate using the word people of color. I, you know, I, I hate all this, you know, you want to use minority, whatever. Um, right. The, 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 the sad part about this is that people don't wake up and go, hey, you know what? You're insulting me. I'm intelligent. I'm capable. I can go out there and I and if I need ID for something, yeah, you, know, you, you need an ID for driver's license, to buy alcohol, to go to the library. You need so you need passports to fly. You need identification to fly. You know, there's so many. What, what there's 15, 20 instances that you need some form of ID to, to, to operate in this country. But yet you can't get an ID to do one of the most probably important things that you ever do, and that's to vote. I, I mean, I, I just can't buy, I cannot buy their ideology. I just can't, I, and I never will. I'll never submit to it. I'll never buy into it. It's just ridiculous and it's racist. And, and this, this, I'm fed up with this voter ID stuff. I'm well, Danny, you, you, listen, and I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here looking, looking at this article right now and I'm listening to you. Oh my God. This is this is perfect. I hadn't even read all this stuff. I just knew about the about the vote from the city council. I looked at a little <clears throat> of this before we came on the show. But listen to this. Mayor Pro Tem Gracie Vandermark, perhaps the most controversial of the four conservative council members, you know, one of the, the block voters, um, Shot back at this argument. The argument was is that the oh, you know what? Let me let me back up a little bit. Let me go to the line before this. Other commenters cited this is the open forum when they had you know uh, with the city council. Other commenters cited research showing that voter ID laws have the effect of suppressing voter turnout in certain areas, including those dominated by minorities and those with low income. Again, this is going back to what you're talking about, Danny, right off the cuff. You were just talking about it just organically. And here it is in the article. Mayor Pro Tem Gracie Vandermark, perhaps the most controversial of the four conservative council members, shot back at this argument. I'm Hispanic, she told the crowd. I had an ID as a teenager. It goes back to what you said about overwrite. We were poor, not ignorant. She said the insinuation that minorities were incapable of carrying identification was itself racist. Again, pretty much quoting what you just said off the cuff, Danny. This is exactly right. Ladies and gentlemen, again, it is called your Leo Nation because it's about law enforcement, the rule of law. Absolutely. If we don't know as best we can who is actually punching a hole in a ballot, if we can't at least comfortably be sure that this is the person they say they are, how do we dare say that we have any level of, of, of voter integrity? How do we dare say that? Absolutely. Would you, would you, would you even, would you even consider the possibility of walking into your local bank and opening a checking account without some form of identification? I it is right. literally impossible. impossible. You cannot do it. But somehow the same, like you said, Danny, I don't like the phrase either, but just so the Democrats, the liberals, and I say, 
I say the, the left because, like I said, John McKinney, Democrat, I love right, the guy. Exactly. This right. is not all about individual Democrats. And I make that clear from time to time. I'm talking Absolutely. about the machine of the Democrat Party. I'm not talking about individual Democrats because most Democrats don't believe this crap about no ID any more than you and I do. It's right. the machine that's pushing this. So anyway, um, but the idea that you could go into a bank and open a uh, a checking account um, uh, is impossible. But somehow, somehow, the same people that apparently are suppressed with the necessity of having an ID to go vote are the exact same people who have those checking accounts at their bank. The exact same people. Right. Somehow they're able to do one, but apparently, according to the Democrat machine, they're not able to do the other. Right. The Democrat machine, the left is simply a cauldron of dishonesty, of deception, of lying. And that goes all the way to, to any to 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 the basic laws in this country. And this is why as a as a as a former law enforcement officer, I I came to love the rule of law. The rule of law is not perfect because it's implemented by men. It's not implemented by God. We do the right. best we can as law enforcement officers. We do, I think I hopefully some people do the best they can as legislature. Seems like this. No one's perfect. But that's why the law, the law as written has to be the anchor. It has to be the focal point right yeah, absolutely it cannot be a toy to be played with it cannot be a tool to be manipulated it has to always go back to the rule of law and let's see what we can do about the way the law is written and if we don't like the law then we rewrite it and by the way they did that in california they passed this legislation to outlaw voter id in that in that state because they want chaos they got it and right. a state has the right to do that. I don't like it. I think it's horrible. We see the the effects of it. Um, you know, when we get multiple multiple ballots with different people at the same house. And hey, yes, you know, I've seen I that mean, happen. I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's funny because when you mentioned chaos, that's one of that's one of their argument argumentative points is that, which is weird, that voter ID will create chaos. Without voter ID, there's less or no chaos because they're saying that they, they, they want to argue that uh, by making people have an ID to vote, it lessens people's faith in our system. And I'm thinking, boy, I mean, you go overseas to the Middle East or whatever, and, and, and it's another two problem, Mark, is that a lot of people have not traveled in their life. Their world is the city that they live in. Uh, they go into Las Vegas for a lot of people. That's their vacation. Okay, okay. Or going down to the San Diego Zoo. And I'm not knocking anybody. I'm just saying there's a lot of people out there that have never been outside of the U.S. borders or even the California borders or wherever they live. They haven't been at those borders. And so they don't understand how other countries operate. And uh, uh, so many of these countries, I mean, they have super, super tight um policies and 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 um fail-safe systems in their voting um systems i mean we have a pretty in my opinion we have a very lax very lax voting system 
and that's why that's why we had such chaos in in 2020. It wasn't because people didn't want Trump in office. I mean, maybe people didn't want him in office, but there's a there, there's a lot of chaos going on because we didn't have these fail-safe systems. We need to have these systems in here. In my opinion, once again, we need to have tighter voter restrictions so we don't have chaos. Now, uh, it, it, you know, but like you said, the, this this left-leaning demagogue that's going on here, they're always going to argue different and say that. And the one thing that that they use, they always use, especially minorities, as their go-to argument. It, something's going to always hurt us. And that, and they're trying to protect us, which I don't believe one I stink at Oda. I don't believe that. Um, and, and I don't know why. Oh, Danny, I... I, I Sorry, I, I stepped no, no, on you no, there, no, but you no. know, I I I couldn't agree more. And this this goes back. <laughs> By the way, we we won't get into it today because I did talk about it before it happened uh, when it was still in the legislative process in California. But now it's come to fruition, and we can talk about it later on. But but now we have, of course, the the ebony alert in in California, oh, gosh. and Jesus. we'll. We're we're gonna get in. We'll get into that. But again, I did get. I saw that one coming. I mean, in other words, it was public information. But I talked about that before it became law. But it's another example. And the reason that that popped in my head right there is because you hit the nail on the head. All of this stuff when it comes to you know cops are racist and uh, blacks get treated differently in the judicial. All of these things. All of these things are always about. We are here to protect you, black people. We're here to protect you, person of color. We're your friends, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, 40, 40 acres and a mule. That's right, every time right. I hear, we're, we're here to help you. All I think is carpetbagger. All right. I think is, oh, yeah, we're going to give you this because we really, really understand you're oppressed and you need help and you're a victim and you can't help yourself. So we're going to give you these yeah, things. right. And we're going to make it easier and we're not going to hold you accountable, whether it's academically, where it's legally, where it's socially. Right. We're going to treat you different because you are substandard to white people. They don't exactly. say that, but that's what they imply. That's what they and imply. nothing Absolutely. can be more dangerous to an individual, certainly, and to a community of people, to a com the community, the black community. Nothing can be more dangerous than to tell them, than to tell them for generations that they are not required to adhere to the rule of law like law, everybody right. else. Nothing could be more dangerous, dangerous. to the health Absolutely. of an individual and a community. We've seen it. We've seen the degradation of the black community in so many ways, and it is all due to leftist propaganda. Absolutely. So, I get furious about this because I'll be damned if anybody tells me or my biracial minority son that he is less capable because of genetics, right, not because absolutely. of skin color and, and hairstyle. No way. But this is what the left tells these groups over absolutely. and over and over. So just want you folks to know what's going on out there and to know where the breakdown of the rule of law comes from almost always, not always, but almost always is one side or the other. So 
Uh, and again, Danny and I both made it clear, we're not talking about individual Democrats. So don't even take that. We're talking about the machine because uh, there could not be a bigger supporter of, uh, of, of, of John McKinney than, than, than two people on this, on this right. podcast right now. Um, but we have to look at individuals, not groups. And that's what I do every single day. So I know my brother does you too. Know, so, and, and I tell you right now, I'm not with that, Danny, you, what's that? I, I'm not trying to hide my disdain for the, the left leaning ideology. I, you know, I hate them. Um, and I hate that ideology. I, I don't, um, I don't try to hide that. Um, I detest them. They're demonic. I mean, that's how I feel. And I'm proud of the way that I feel, but like you said, Mark, it's not, I mean, I've got plenty of democratic friends that I love that, um, they're liberal thinking, but as far as I'm concerned, they aren't dangerous. You know, um, they're they're a little lost, um, but, you know, and what, what can you say? You know, we, all, all you can do is try to steer them in the right direction. But, um, I mean, that's, I, I'm against an ideology, and that's what I'm against. You know, a party, a Democratic Party, Republican Same here. Party, that's, that, that's neither here or there. I'm against and opposed mm-hmm. to an ideology. I'm opposed to a group of people and like you, like you, you mentioned so often, which is so true about the the the, the rule of law and 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 ignoring the law to push forward their ideology, and that's what I'm against. And yep. um, uh, you know, I'm not the brightest guy here in the batch of bulbs here. I, th- that it is what it is, and um, but that's that's how I feel. And um, you know, one thing I want to say before we sign off is that, I mean, I really appreciate the fact, I, I like what you're doing here. I love what you're doing. And let's just ignore the fact that you're my brother. It's just, I like what's going on here. And I just pray to God, and this is my prayer, that that people are, more people are tuning in and listening and having an open ear and they're having an open mind to what's going on here. And the more I listen to, these podcasts, the more I get into them and um, the more I learn stuff. And so for me, it's just an honor to be able to sit here and listen to you talk and do this. Um, uh, and, and, you know, and you and I, we you know we're from pretty much from the same boat here. And um, but um, I mean, this is something to, to me. And I know I'm just talking and rambling and people are going to say, well, that's your brother. So I'm like, yeah, you should say that dumbass. I get it. But you know what? Mark, you could be somebody else. I don't, you could be Godzilla or whatever, you know, Frankenstein versus the Aztec mummy, I, whatever it is, you know. Uh, but, you know, you could be Mr. Perfect. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, you got to look that up. Just go to YouTube. Danny, I mean, oh, we we, oh. we implore you. Oh, Please me. go to YouTube yeah, and look up. <laughs> hey, the, the robot versus the robot. I don't care what side of the fence you're on, even you left-leaning liberals, please, YouTube. Mummy versus the Aztec robot. You have to trust no, no, me. no. Robot, robot versus the Aztec mummy. Robot versus the. I'm sorry. Robot versus the Aztec mummy. Please go on YouTube and look that up. You will. It might change your life. It changed mine. Okay. All right. So, but anyway, Mark, thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me on. I mean, it's a pleasure to do this. It's a pleasure to listen to these podcasts. I mean, there's so much going on in this world that people need to, everyone, everyone, I don't care what side of the fence you're on, everyone needs to wake up and listen to these podcasts here. And I'm not just trying to sell your podcast. I don't care what it is, good information, and you've got to, 
people have got to really open their minds to all this and look at this deep. And, you know, so anyway, that's what I need to say there. And not, I want to shut my, shut my damn jaws up here, you know. Well, Danny, listen, I, I, uh, I can't thank you enough for that. And, and, uh, and I know you mean it. It means a great deal, uh, you know, coming from my big brother about that and, and uh, I'm doing what I can. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, my brother and I, I said it before, we're, we're both uh, former reformed Democrats. So we've been on that side of the aisle as well. And by the way, we never changed what we believed, not from day one. We never changed our philosophies. Correct. The parties changed. It's just parties changed. As as Ronald Reagan said, he did not leave the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party left him. And if you enjoy listening to this podcast, if you took away one thing from here, if you believe in the rule of law, if you believe that people should be treated the same, regardless of skin color, ethnicity, national origin, religion, sexual orientation, if you believe those things, if you believe those things, I don't like Danny said, I don't care what party you're with, but reconsider where you're throwing your vote. There are people who voted George Gascon into Austin, Los Angeles County. Those of you in Los Angeles County listening right now, you have a chance. Like I said, my signed off with John last show, you have a chance to get rid of that monster in the form of a, the Los Angeles County DA. And to get John McKinney in there, this guy will bring back sanity. I'm trying to do the same thing any place I can, any place I see an opportunity. If I can change one mind at a time, I'm doing, by the way, we've, we've done that. We brought Republicans over. They still, I mean, Democrats are still Democrat, but they vote a certain way or they don't vote party line. Now they consider stuff. I'm doing this for the health of the country, not for anything for me. So I'm retired. I could be spending more time with my kid than researching these podcasts and doing them, but I got a higher calling as far as I'm concerned. And that's to help the country that I love, that I grew up with. My father defended World War II to survive and to thrive and to ensure freedom for generations to come. So Absolutely. with that said, Danny, thank you so much. Thank, no, thank you, you all for listening. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, like, follow on Instagram, on Rumble, on Twitter. Folks, please, if you're listening to this, please just get a hold of one person and get them to follow, to subscribe to YouTube, whatever it is. Just get one person, one person, each of you listening. If you don't do that, then there's no reason to listen to the podcast because I'm just talking to a wall. We need to ex continue to expand right. the audience like Danny said. We have to expand this. If you're not happy with what's happening in your community, if you're not happy with what's happening in, in your country, you don't have to start your own podcast. But you need to do something. Get that. Get another listener on here. You can do that. You can do that. So don't forget uh, the Leo Project, uh, your Leo Project, our charity. And I'm going to start teasing. I think we have something uh, pretty cool coming down the road here. Uh, some more uh, information, some more personalities for you. We're going to kind of keep expanding. We are in this for the long haul. We love America and we love the rule of law. So God bless everybody. Danny, thank you. Thank Vince, you. Anthony, I failed to mention you guys in the background today. And that was on purpose because you're both worthless. But anyway, that's a different story. I'll tell you about that later on, ladies and gentlemen. Anthony, I love you. If I meant that, bro. Dead. If I meant that, I wouldn't say it. Yeah, obviously, I won't say it behind this meal. But 
two 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 great producers back there not good looking but they're great great guys so. <laughs> appreciate you guys god bless everybody we'll see and talk to you next time all right guys bye-bye bye-bye